me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Off panel, off job with Jake and Tyler. I will uh, never not love that song. That was a soda, by the way. That wasn't a beer. Fucking alcoholic. It's 9.48 in the morning. Whoa. Yeah, we record these early. Jesus Christ. Early for I get to say that. I'm a recovering alcoholic. (laughs) Fuck you. Wow. (laughs) Start off the show. That's like me just being like, fucking white trash. I can say that because I'm white. (laughs) Which is true, though. (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't true, obviously, because anybody could be called... Well, not... Anybody could say white trash. Yeah. Pick on white people. It's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally fine. I was just watching the show been, the other day. I mean, uh, as a as a as a race, we've been pretty shitty to people for you know the be- since the beginning of time. So it's understandable. What the fuck? I was watching a show and uh, sorry, we're, these, this isn't a political show, by the these way. These people were uh, these people were this. It was a joke about this guy, and he's like, "Stop!" Oh, it was between two ferns, and he was uh, interviewing Aquafina. <laughs> And it was fucking obviously hilarious because Between Two Ferns is great. Go check it out if you can. Um, but it's really great because he's like, um, why didn't you hire any uh, white people to uh, be in Crazy Rich Asians? Because she's, like, she's like, well, because Crazy Rich Asians. And he's like, well, you know, give give white people a chance. And she's right. like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, we, you know, we ha- we went through like a whole year of being like, you guys are dicks. And now like, like leave us alone, you know? <laughs> so it was really funny because... I, I, that's actually not true. We don't. I don't. I don't care. Um, yeah. I think it's well deserved. Honestly, I did uh, not mean for this joke to get so political. But yeah, here we are. Yeah. I think it was an inoffensive joke. White people can take it. White people can jump. <laughs> anyway, this is not. Speaking a- of what if movie titles, because that was white men can't jump. In an alternate universe, it's white men can jump. And that leads us into the topic to start the show, which is... Well, actually, no, that wasn't the topic. What? We were going to talk about Legos first. No, I thought we'd do long box at the end. Oh, right, you're putting that in your long box. We are. You're right, you're right. You're actually on it. You're on it this week. That's my bad, Tyler. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what it is. Did you see how I tried to segue <laughs> that? It was terrible, but at least I tried. No, it was you were right. No, I it fucked it up. Ter- no, because no. let's be honest, you're the lead this week. Right. Because you, you, but the segue uh, was terrible. <laughs> Whatever. It was really bad. Uh, this is going to be uh, animation heavy uh, because what if just hit Disney Plus at least? How many? Was it like two episodes? Or there's nine. And there's oh, a- they they just released the whole season. No, no. There's uh, a nine episode season, but they're doing it once a week, like every show. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I didn't know if they were. They did a. I I feel like this show would be perfect for the binge model. Personally, I I feel like it's something that you could you could sit. I, and here's you should be able to sit down on a weekend. Here's and watch something, it something we should. Here's something we would love to get like a television writer on, um, who does you know serialized stuff for one of the streaming services, like an exclusive like HBO Max or Hulu or Netflix. And I'd like to ask them, you know, somebody who's done something for Netflix and like Disney Plus, where they do it once a week. And Netflix, where they binge it, does that change? And HBO how, Max does weekly as well. How, does that change how you watch or how you write that show? You know. Yeah, I, I think I think it does um, because I definitely think that people uh, are going to approach things uh, in, in a different way because 
with Netflix, you can tell your full story mm-hmm. and just serialize and, and break it down episode by episode. Uh-huh. Whereas as Disney, you're still doing essentially the same thing, but you're not. I do. I don't know. It's hard to say because I don't know if the writing process that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And you're right. We I would love to talk to somebody that's actually written TV about this because. I guess in a way you're still doing the same thing. You're still telling your complete story that is your season. Right. Uh, but in, in but other I do, words, but I do think there are things you probably in wouldn't mind. care if they released it all at once or if they released it show by show because you wrote it show by show. So right, it, and and you, but you do. You and, might have a preferable method, but it probably doesn't matter either way. Even with the Netflix shows, yeah. you're still writing cliffhangers in two episodes because even though it, it right it is set up to be binged, people can still watch it at their own pace. Right. So you still want to hook them. You still yes, that's a good point. But alternate point here is that I just uh, watched the Blu-ray of. Lower Decks uh, from CBS on, on Paramount, I guess it's called. It's Paramount now. Plus now. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we have the, uh, um, at my old apartment, we have the full thing. So we have no commercials, right? Mm-hmm. So when I watch like Cheers, no commercials. When I watch anything, no commercials. Yeah. Now, Lower Decks, I was watching Blu-ray at my new apartment, and they had ad breaks. Like they literally, like at one point made a joke of it in the show, like, ha it's an ad break. And it was like, why? I mean, I suppose that in 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 the lower tier, you get ads. Yeah, I, it's, but still, like, I don't like that. I don't like when when you see ad when you see things like that because just write it normally, write it normally, and you'll have what would be your ad breaks, and then you just go to the next scene. Like, I don't know. It's I hate I I. I'm sorry that we're. I, I just. No, just, I hate that we're in the, the era of yeah. comedy where it's it's fucking funny to just break the fourth wall all the time. It's not. It's it's wearing thin on me. I see it too much. Mm-hmm. Too much winking at me. Just make a goddamn movie. Just make a damn TV show. And that's just me being the old man. But anyway, what if? And another thing. Get off my lawn. Right? What if I told you I was an 80 year old man? Trapped in a 27-year-old's body. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it for a second. Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt uh, it for a second. So what if I got to yeah, watch... Yeah, let's talk about Let's that. talk about it. Now... I haven't watched it, but right. you, you've I watched... And we're not going to... I'm not really going to get into the show, the episode itself, because um, it's pretty obvious, I think, that everybody, that it is the Captain Carter episode. Um, that's how it starts off, the, the show. But um, I'll leave it to you to watch, and we might review it. No, I mean, I'll, I I do want to talk to you about it. I want to yeah. have a discussion about it. Yeah, and, and after you watch it, for sure. And well, we, no, we can, I mean, oh. we can have a discussion about it now. I oh. don't. I really don't care. Um, There's nothing really to spoil. I mean, it's, well, it's, kind of. Well, eh, I don't, it's not uh, really spoilers because it's not t- actually. Well, it's dude. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want It's it's no. literally just a different take. Like, yeah, it, I don't. But it's, don't yeah. buy into this stupid fucking nonsense. That it's somehow tied to the MCU, because if it is, I'm going to break my TV. Why? Because this is what hurt comic That makes it cool. I was initially excited, but now I'm a little hesitant. It doesn't make it cool, because now you're going to... You're just going to justify... I don't like it. I don't like where it's headed. I don't like it. You'd rather it was an anthology series not tied to anything. Yes, I'd rather just be its own fucking thing. I don't want it... Not every single Marvel property has to be tied to the MCU. That's what I'm trying to say. Even though it is, because yeah, it, has, say, it Car- has the cast from the MCU. Bar- barn door after the, you know, 
close the barn door after the horse escaped. I know, but as long as it's not, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at, as long as uh, for me, that's I, what we demanded of them. Everything Tyler, connect. Tyler, now that it does, you're pissed. No, I changed my stance on it. I did so because of this. Because I don't mind it having the. Act- I think it's really cool that they have the actors from the MCU most of do them. it. Most of them, but my the guy thi- doing Chris Evans sounds like Chris Evans. But my thing is, I. I don't want it to narratively be tied to the MCU. I don't mind it being tied in the sense that it's like, okay, here's an alternate version of 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 our universe. As long as it's not tied into a main narrative. That's what bothers me. And I know and I know I literally was saying weeks ago at the uh with the end of Loki, I was excited about a multiverse. And I still am. But but I am I mean, what are we going to do with that? Like, we're just going to throw that? I don't know if you guys made any kind of connection. And we don't know if it actually is. I don't know if you guys made any kind of connection between the What If trailers and the Eternals trailers, but I will make it for you. Okay? The Watcher. The Watcher. Watcher, No, hang on. The Watcher says we cannot, will not interfere. And the Eternals says we have never interfered until now. So what makes them come out of hiding? Well, duh, they've it's, been protecting they've been protecting our earth against uh things in our timeline, but now the entire timeline has exploded and they have to take action. Mm. And that's what this is all going to tie into Kang. It is going to be a massive fucking crossover of epic proportions and it's going to kick ass and result in the Secret Wars battle world. But I I just hope and I and I <laughs> Which would be cool. Let me. I know I'm going to sound like such a such a liar and a hypocrite, but let me just say this: yeah. I I am excited at the idea that we could do a multiverse, so that way, um, recasting and changes to those things aren't um, as jarring or different. You know, y- y- you can narratively explain some things, right. but what I do worry about is you're going to start. I'm and I, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is me insulting the intelligence of. Uh, casual viewers but i'm worried that this is gonna get too complex for the casual viewer and i said this at the end of when we talked about loki and i'll say it again while it excites me someone who reads comic books and is you know always see yeah but you know, I, like in you know I'm, I'm i love superheroes i love these stories they, so i know these stories right but, but if if someone like my wife watches it who doesn't read the comic books and just watches the and she watches everything mcu related with me right but even she's got to be like, what? Like she's no, confused no, by things. No, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me because I've told you before. Like I've watched like sequels to things or whatever, and not known about the previous stuff, and I've been fine. And the reason why is because I let the movie tell me what it wants to tell. And if I want to seek out like that previous movie to watch what I missed, I can. It's not going to ruin that second or third movie well, for me. I'm just worried. That- I know some people are like that, but I can assure you that. Like say say this whole thing culminates in something where Captain Carter shows up on in live action in one of the movies coming up, right? Right. Let's just assume because mm-hmm. you've seen that one shot where it's everybody in the Avengers has been replaced by somebody else, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's assume that they become real Spider-Man characters. Spider Man as the cape from Do- sure. uh, Doctor Strange. Let's assume they become real characters and they make it into a movie, and there's somebody who only goes to the movies. Now I guarantee you that per- person Team movie, isn't going to be called the What Ifs. Right, but it's not going to be like, oh, who's that? They're going to yeah. be able to infer that, hey, that's Haley Atwell, and she must have got, you know what I mean? And then if they want to go back yeah. and watch the show, I, I got to be honest too. Also, 
Yeah, but if you're talking about Spider Verse, that's a little bit different. Because I don't have a yeah. That's pretty. Well, I get a lot more free time than most people, well, but I love having all this shit to watch. Let me, so let me just tell let you. me explain this. That that multiverse is different because those rules were established in that movie yeah. by itself. It's a self-contained story. Yes. Whereas to get to where we were in Loki and where that goes for Phase well, Four, you have to watch. I, you don't need to watch all twenty-two okay. movies or whatever, but you definitely need say, to watch a good, sure, a uh, good chunk of them. Say you're a moron, especially you, Endgame. You have to watch Endgame because they set up the multiverse in that movie. Technically, I love my opening. Say you're a moron. Say you're a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard of it's Venom. the Captain America thing when you spin no. the chair around. So you're an idiot. <laughs> so you never, you've never um, heard of Venom. Okay, you know of Spider-Man, but you've never heard of Venom. You go and watch that movie, and there's no reference to Spider-Man whatsoever in it, even though you and I know that Venom is inextricably... and Venom doesn't exist without Spider-Man. Yes! In the comics. And that's what pisses me off about these movies more than anything. However, do you think somebody seeing that movie, not ever knowing about Venom, and not understanding the link to Spider-Man, you liked it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know about it. Yeah, but, but I'm also I'm biased because I like Venom. But right, but do you think somebody could enjoy that movie not knowing that... Yeah. Hey, okay, and, well, but that's here's, kind of here's another my, counterpoint but to here's, that. No, it isn't. It's, 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 it's a point for me because Venom... <laughs> Is a refreshing. I was movie. talking about points. <laughs> I know, but if no, you're I got seven. I was like, no, but I feel like it goes back to what I'm saying. Venom works for me, and I think would works for uh, casual people because it's self-contained. Because it's all told right there. Sure. And you were able to tell a story without having Spider-Man directly tied to Venom. Yes, that's an alternate version. Well, when you or, try what, look, the first I'm time saying, they tried what, to involve Spider-Man and Venom, it didn't turn out I'm, so well. But so. what I'm trying to get at is. If you're going to tell me that what I have to now watch What If to get more of this story, it's now it's starting to feel, no, I don't no, know. No, no, See, I'm a little worried mis- about you this. You misunderstood. You don't, you don't have to watch What If to get no, more of the story. And what I'm saying is I don't want it to if be you, direct. I don't want it narratively to directly tie into the MCU. I don't you, want it to impact it is what you, I'm saying. If you desire to go back <laughs> and learn more, even though you don't have to, because it's such a rich fucking tapestry, that's the way you should look at it. I have to go watch another show to learn more about this shit? How about yeah. I get to go watch this show that but, is adding to the rich tapestry that is funny. the MCU? Here's what's funny. It, it goes back to what I was saying about Loki, is how I do get a little worried, because it is hard to imagine what they're trying to do with those Disney Plus shows, because mm. on one hand, you're trying to serve people like us and people that really like this universe uh, and and even casual people. I've grown up with this universe, guys. And like I said, with the Loki show, I think most casual people that I know uh, actually have watched the Disney Plus shows. I now, learned- but that doesn't mean they, they... But how do you... Like, how do you... And we talked about this with Loki. Is how, And that's what I kind of like about this what if. Because... If it if it is just you know this fun little series which I, I imagine it is I don't want people to think I, I'm gonna hate on it and not like it. It I, is really fun. I just don't want it to you know you know what I'm trying to get at. Narratively, I would like it just to kind of be its own thing and still just have fun playing with the ideas of like what if we as decided of, to do this and you know the, what in the I universe. can assure you actually um, in the positive that as of at least this episode that is exactly what it is. Okay, that's cool. Um, there's no there's there is absolutely no connecting whatever. Yeah. To anything else. See, and that's why I think it would complicate things for casual Let me viewers. Ask you, and, uh, and that's what I was worried about. Can, let's talk about something that um, 
that just because it, it, it is a a point to consider. Um, now Jeffrey Wright uh, is a black actor. He does the uh, voice yeah, he's of the, the watcher. watcher, right? Which awesome. I love his voice. Yeah. I love his acting. Now um, I I bought the Sicarian uh, Iron Man um, set, which has a watcher minifigure. And it's a what, what if Lego arm. Lego set. There's a Lego set for the Sicarian uh, Iron Man, and it comes with the Watcher and Tony Stark and Valkyrie, and you change the thing into a car. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Uh, but now, we'll talk more about Legos. Yes, we will uh, later in the show. But um, the uh, the minifigure of the Watcher, which I think they should have made him a big figure. He's a big guy in the actual. Did you see that fucking Galactus thing? That's like thirty six inches tall. No, it's huge. Is it an actual Lego or did? Or no, it's a it's a Marvel Legends figure. Oh, action figure. No, 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 no. No. Um, See, this is where we're different. You're talking about your your thing is Lego. I can't do action figures anymore. I tried. (laughs) I did. For but it's different because Legos, you're building it, whereas right. if you get an action figure, you're just putting it up on a shelf. Um, so the, the Watcher character, uh, Watcher yeah. minifigure, is, um, uh, has the same uh, skin color as Valkyrie, mm-hmm. okay, who is, I believe, of, Af- uh, of African descent. I think uh, Tessa Thompson, I think. Mm-hmm. She's New Zealand, right? Or maybe, is she Maori? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, I think she's so now in the comics, and I don't, I honestly do not care. Like this is the same argument that like Ray Richards. Oh being my black. gosh! I don't have is Valkyrie white in the comics? No, no. Well, yeah, but <gasps> yeah, but no. I'm, I'm faking outrage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've never seen like a dark skinned Watcher in the comics, and I'm totally fine. Oh, with oh. So you're saying that the the uh, the movies, like the Disney shows and the movies, are impacting. The comics. It doesn't matter to me that it maybe all, it they made the Watcher the in this cartoon uh, uh, of you know uh, darker skin because of the actor playing him. I don't. If that's the reason, yeah, I don't I care. I don't um, but I thought that was kind of interesting that maybe a lot of people don't know that. And to be honest, my biggest issue with it is that uh, more than anything is is just I wish they would have made the Watcher a big figure, like instead of just a little man. Oh figure, yeah, because he's big in the comics. Well, and that's actually interesting that it's always happened in uh, the comic books, which always kind of frustrates me, but also is something that I was kind of victim of, like, ooh, uh, maybe I'll read that. Because um, like I was saying, the, the, the shows and the movies are have been impacting the comic books. Yeah. Like Tony Stark, for instance, they definitely made his character more like Robert Downey Jr. Yep. And, you know, th- there's definite Star changes. Star-Lord is more like Chris Pratt. And you can also kind of see, you can kind of pinpoint in the Marvel continuity when Disney w- didn't own Fox yet and was <laughs> like, you know what, let's continue yeah. to just make the X-Men irrelevant yep. and the Fantastic Four irrelevant. Like, <laughs> so you, it happens poor all the fa- time. Poor fucking Fantastic that, Four, And that dude. upsets me. God damn. That upsets me. But at the same time, I'm the one sitting here thinking, I, and you guys heard it because we had an episode earlier this week that was an hour and a half long about us just fellatiating jizzing all over the suicide <laughs> the squad. suicide squad i was sitting there th- oh yeah it was I, so good. i found out that blood sport <laughs> and peacemaker and i think i'm uh, pretty much i don't know if polka dot man's there i'm pretty sure harley quinn is point is i know for sure peacemaker and blood sport are my two favorite characters from the movie are in this current run of the comics and then i had that moment of like motherfucker they got me because now because i Dude, wanted- harley quinn was never in the suicide squad until she was in the movie never 
She was never yeah. in the Suicide well, it, Squad. Yeah, the new 52 kind of changed that. And Hey, you know what? I like my Superman with red trunks, bitch. I know we already kind of said it. <laughs> I'm serious. That yeah. was, you honestly... Re- you were mad about the red underwear? Yeah. yeah. It's part of his look. Yeah. I know you're like, well, what about... And I'm like, no, I, 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 I honestly don't care if he's black or white, but you got to get the costume right, yeah. man. In fact, have you heard about the Michael B. Jordan... Um, HBO Max thing that they're developing. It's it's vo- uh, what's it's his rumored name? Rumored right now. Well, no, that's what I don't like about it. Is they're it's making not, it's it. It's not rumored. He's just he's oh, okay. gonna be. But they're making he's the, a black Kryptonian. The black, yeah, yeah, the black now, Superman. Just to kind of uh, touch on that real quick before we move on to the next issue, which is uh, Marvel versus DC well, animation. Before we get there, yeah. I d- I do want to kind of yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. Sorry, I was thinking about something else. Um. Interestingly, this is an interesting thing about Superman comics, is that for the longest time, whenever they showed Krypton, there were never anything but white people. And somebody started noticing. Yeah. And at one point in the continuity, they had... This is really bad. This is really bad. They had a... uh, They retconned it that there were black Kryptonians, but they lived on their own continent. Oh. Yeah. Africa? Really? Is that yeah. what they're trying to imply? Uh, Yikes. This was probably the 50s or 60s, yeah. I mean, let's just say DC has never really had its finger on the pulse of the generation, okay? Um, ever. Uh, and then, obviously, they've retconned it now so that they're, you know, whatever. But um, a lot of people don't know that, that there is that dark fucking chapter of Superman, like, history that's like, Ew. Just makes your balls shrivel up. Like, hey, that's hey, <laughs> yeah, that is yikes. <laughs> what? Yeah, um, it's really, really terrible. I'm trying to look up the name. Did you ever watch Krypton? No, I didn't. Val Zod okay. is the name of uh, Michael B. Jordan. Here's the thing, though. I I would have been totally cool, and he's a character from the comics. I yeah. would have been totally cool with Cal L. B. and Black though. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. No. But I th- but it might be important to the character that he's doing because it is a separate character. Uh, my well, here's my here's my thing. I just thought it was lazy, in a sense that I was just like, give him and I and I was the, I was one of the people clamoring for like, dude, there's a black Superman in the comics. Just make his movie. Like, yeah, yeah. tell that story. Because my thing was like Val Zod, right? It's just frustrating, and, and people need to, especially if you have Michael B. Jordan attached to it. You don't need to rely on Clark Kent and Cal L to make this character work. You don't need to do that. And, and that, that, to me that's, that's it, cool. it's not it's not the fact that there's diverse like, you know, and like what you were talking about with, you know, the changes to the watcher and things you know, like little things like that. And the fact that uh now it pretty much ensures because of it being Nathaniel Reed. Mm. Now it pretty much ensures that we're going to have a black Reed Richards in the MCU, that's which fine. I think is awesome. Yeah. You know, because I don't really, it doesn't, I don't care. It, no. it, 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 as, long, as long as the character is the same, mm. that's fine. I just hate it when they're like, okay, we want to do something different. We want to yeah. make a black Superman, but we want to make it Clark Kent. And it's like, you don't need Peter Parker to make a good Spider-Man movie because you, got Miles, you have Miles and Miles' is his own character yeah. and his own autonomy yeah. and his own little world. Like, what I'm trying to get at is... You don't. You can make new characters well, right. in this, and you can make. But there's this, characters that you can use. You it, don't need to use Clark Kent, it's Bruce Wayne, false, Peter Parker. Right. It's this false right wing narrative that um, that woke culture is da 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 da. And you know, whatever you want to think about it, it's it's is fine. Um, but I'm just I'm here to tell you right now that um, if you're one of those idiots who's like, well, 
all these making all these white characters people of color. What about making some characters that were people of color white? Because they've been doing it for six hundred fucking years, asshole. <laughs> Uh, it's okay now for it to go the other way. Uh, Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell, fucking whitewashing. Do you know what whitewashing is? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what it is. It's, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But, and so I, that argument I doesn't and, hold water with me. And the me. thing that it frustrates me is this shouldn't be a political discussion. Because there's nothing political about what I was trying to say. What I was right? simply, all I was simply saying was, uh, we don't need to rely, and this is what's frustrating. Mm. Because it's a it's a constant system, and that's why I'm glad that something like Disney Plus works mm. and, and exists, or HBO Max now with Warner Brother properties. Yeah, I, I'm glad that that those kind of exist in 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 this space because they can make something like What If. Yeah, they can take chances there because they already have the subscribers and they can kind of try different things. Whereas a lot of times they have to play it safe with movies, yep. and this is what's so fucking frustrating. I want to see a fucking Valzad movie. I'll go see that because it's in something new and interesting in the world of DC. I want to see that. Mm. And, and there's and it, it just feels like unless, I, unless you put fucking and there's some people and this is why they do it and that's why I hate it and it's lazy and it just constantly is a never ending cycle of shit mm. where it's like unless there's signs of Clark Kent in it or Bruce Wayne, it's like I'm not watching it unless it's something simple where I can just. Being well, casual, and there's nothing wrong with being a casual well, viewer. Speak, speak of uh, speak of the movies impacting the comics. Now, um, I'm saying that like, some of these things shouldn't just like this is why Samuel it, L. Jackson became Nick Fury in the movies. Sorry, are you done? No, I'm good. Are you sure? I was trying to. I don't want to cut you off. Keep I keep going. getting long winded, and, and I'm sorry. I'm, no, I, go I, ahead. I just I know it's more of conversational stuff. Go. But uh, um, what I was trying to say was. That that um, there are there's nothing wrong with being a casual viewer. That's not what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. What I'm getting at is I like the idea that HBO Max and Disney Plus exist for that, for that ability to for nerds like uh, me, right? To make like put fuck it, put the Valzad movie on whatever HB, the fuck you put, put that on HBO out. Max. Yeah, I know they're gonna want to make it a wide release because sure. it's it's a it's still a Superman property, yeah. it's still a DC property. Right. But I'm saying like you could do that if you wanted to. Well, if you know fuckers what I mean? don't mask up, we're gonna fucking not have any movie theaters <laughs> again, dicks. Anyway, um, now movies impacting comics, comics impacting the movies. Ultimate Comics is where Nick Fury, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson comes out, and they actually asked him if it was okay, and he was like, "Sure." Uh, then the first X Men movie, the uniforms they're wearing are uh, ver- versions of the Ultimate X Men comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the more uh, tactical. Yeah, them. but um, well, because they gotta make it realistic. Yeah, that was uh, Grant Morrison's. They're, they're, you they're a, a team. You gotta. Yeah, gotta. A team. A team. And I'm Grant Morrison. Okay. I like so, weird shit. So then, uh, Samuel Jackson like Morrison, became the Nick Fury from the Ultimate Comics in the MCU, but in the actual regular Marvel continuity, he is also in the regular Marvel continuity. Old Nick Fury is some dude. The white one. Yeah, is some dude named the one who knows or all or something. He's blind and on the moon and lives on the moon. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? But Nick right, Fury, yeah, the movie impacted the, the it, Nick Fury. Yeah, comics. He, but it kind of went comics, movies, com- uh, yeah. comics, movies, movies, comics. Because mm-hmm. now he's he's Nick Fury's son, and that's Nick Fury Junior. And I get and I, again, I get it. They almost got me with Suicide Squad, the current run, mm-hmm. having Peacemaker and Bloodsport. But it's Fuckers. all it's the thing that gets me in. It's like kind of what I was trying to get at earlier with the Disney Plus shows and the HBO Max stuff, yeah. is uh, 
the comic book, sh- I hate when it does this, and when the comic books chase the mainstream popularity of the movies. I feel like they... N- I understand the idea of saying, like, there could be a kid that goes and sees a um, fucking Captain America movie and is like, oh, I want to read, a, like, all these Captain America comics. I can understand that. But comics should be, still be tailored to people that actually read them and not people that would be like, well, I saw that Civil well, War movie. Okay. I guess I'll read Civil War, too. So I really got upset. Um, I, I thought it was cool to have cameos. But I'm really upset with James Gunn for wasting the original Guardians of the Galaxy. They're never going to show up in another fucking movie. Uh, I'm not so mad as I used to be that he had Miley Cyrus be uh, mainframe. But mainframe wasn't part of the fucking original. Like, you just fucked it up, man. You just fucked it up, dude. What What are you talking about? Those dudes at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the original Guardians, the uh, Ravagers. Those are the original Guardians of the comics. Oh. And they're from like the 30th century, and they travel back in time uh, to help the Avengers do some shit and whatever. It's really complicated. But there was this whole series that ran for like a hundred issues in the 90s, um, and it was it was awesome, dude. Like the mutants had their own planet, and Mainframe was the Vision, but he was like it, he had evolved into like some other shit, and like Wonder Man was still around, and they were hunting for Captain America's shield at one point. It was really cool. To see, like, you know, the evolution of the Marvel Universe, right? hmm But Syl- Sylvester Stallone is Stakar. He's not a badass with a leather jacket, dude. He's a fuck... Eh, whatever. Anyway, the <laughs> point is, um, I had no... Pro- Here's the thing I had no problem with. I had no problem with Charlie 27, who in the comics is white. I had no problem with Ving Rhames playing him. And I had no problem with... Uh, God damn it. Michelle but see, Yo. that goes to a different level of your fandom versus mine. I had no fucking idea that that was the original Guardians of but the I'm Galaxy. But I'm saying, like, be... You know, if you're a fan, be upset for a reason that makes sense. Like, I don't I don't care well, that... You, you see what I'm saying? Well, Those are the things that were changed yeah, and that I, I don't and care. I, and I think this is a long-winded thing to, yeah. you know, with talking about... I with, know. With... Uh, <laughs> what I was I trying to get at with the comic books, but yeah. I don't. I'm one of the people that I don't believe that these you should follow the source material, uh, like the Bible. Like I don't think it's yeah, like no, I, no. You're right. I think you should definitely take things that you think that could be really good plot points and work in the structure yeah. of what you Dude, the story. You those characters tell. in the MCU as it is now would not make sense. The dark they would not. The work. Dark Knight is a great example yeah. of a movie that is. 100% a, an adaptation yeah. of The Killing Joke. They just shifted the focus from Gordon to Harvey. Mm. And Joker's main attempt was to get Harvey to crack. Yeah. And it's it's got elements of The Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's got elements of The Killing oh, Joke. Everything, everything's it, got it, elements it, of stuff. What I'm saying is it blends those in yeah. and it, it creates a new experience. So I'm someone who... I don't mind the fact that Captain America's Civil War isn't at all like the comic book Civil War, and I'm fine with that. You oh, know yeah, I mean? no, me too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, um, I, I, I read this uh, article, and it was kind of stupid. You know what? Um, let's let's move on to the next topic, because we're literally going to talk about this for like another uh, half an hour if what? we just keep talking about it. But well, how the the... How the movies and TV shows impact the comics? Yeah, because we want to. We want what we wanted to originally talk about was Marvel versus DC animation. Because there's not a lot of Marvel animation well, out there. Well, we will. Uh, it it was just I thought it was an interesting conversation to have about what 
how I, I kind of I have gone back and forth with this because, like I said, stop rubbing your mustache. On <laughs> uh, oh, I want HBO Max to still have Doom Patrol and Titans yeah. and the Green Lantern and show Doom is awesome. and shit like that. And I and I want Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki and and Wanda, yeah. WandaVision. I like them having those spaces there yeah. because because it's sexy. the only one that I could see being its own movie would be. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Which they are kind of making. That's the only one I felt yeah, like should have just... That's the only one I really felt like should have been a movie. I like that WandaVision was more drawn out. And we kind of got to take that journey with her. And I I really love Loki being a TV show. I think Loki only works as a TV show with all the shit they're trying to do and set up. But I, the, 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 my point is this. I love that they that What If exists, and I will watch it and, and enjoy it. Yeah. I'm glad that it's just them trying to say, like, let's do something a little weird that doesn't necessarily tie to everything. Mm. And I want to see... Even though I'm pretty sure it will. And I want to see more of that, which, of course, brings me to the topic of, is this the start of Marvel finally catching up with DC on the animation front? No. You don't think so? No. And here's why. Uh, Marvel doesn't put enough resources into it. Um, DC... See, okay, so... Warner Brothers is DC, pretty much. Okay, so well, they, they own uh, they own this big conglomeration of shit, and they have tons and tons and tons and tons of money. Now, Disney does too, and they could if they diverted enough money and, and resources to it, but they haven't because it, they don't need to. Here's what's funny. Uh, I, and I want to kind of jump off that too with of like here's what's funny about this whole story is Warner Brothers and Disney essentially did create the movie version of the big two fighting each other right because yeah Marvel and DC have been doing this shit together all since the beginning of time they need right. each other they yeah. need the two yeah. right and now because Warner Brothers own, and Warner Brothers has owned all the DC properties for a long time. Long time. Uh, but since they own all their rights, now Disney finally owns majority of the, pretty much all of the Marvel everything, characters except Spider-Man. Everything else. Except for Sony-verse. But uh, anyway, it's kind of built up. And you know what's funny is both Disney and Warner Brothers started in animation. Yeah. L- you know, you've got Looney Mickey Tunes, Mouse, the Looney uh, Tunes. Yeah, yep. And it's like, it's so funny to see these two combat each other in this front. Uh, you know, what but, but back to what you were saying, yeah. you don't think Marvel's putting enough resources into it? Well, Warner Brothers, they they have a whole animation division. Right. Well, here's, here's I know Disney does too. Um, well, but yeah, but that, that's more, as far that's, as that's I, original properties. That's right. not as far Marvel. As, I can, as far as I can tell, Marvel is its own separate entity within the Disney family. And so is Star Wars. Yes. Like, they're both yeah. separate entities. They're not necessarily... I mean, Disney owns them, and if they want to do a Star Wars Marvel thing, they could, which don't you fucking dare. Oh, God. Don't, don't, no. don't, Ew. don't. Ew. But um, let's also talk about the fact that most of these comic books, or most of these uh, animated movies that DC has made um, are... are, are adaptations of specific graphic novels or stories in the comics. Now, they're not faithful adaptations because, like you said, there have to be some, uh, some uh, what is it, narrative uh, choices that you make to make the story work better as a moving story. Uh, something that works in a comic may not work in the in, in an actual animated or live action thing. That's why things are changed, okay? Well, that's like I was saying earlier about the movies and, yeah, and the comics. You, you do have to create a... 
a separate experience and an adaptation because one, yeah, you just can't film certain things. You just, and two, if you want that experience, why not just read the book? They both got into animation around the same time in the '60s. Okay, yeah. what they had the first uh, Bat- uh, Batman the TV show was just a massive hit. So that's where Spider-Man the TV show came from. Have you ever seen that? No. Are you oh, talking about dude. Japanese Spider-Man? No, the real Spider-Man. But there have you a... seen the Japanese Spider-Man? Yeah, that's not Spider-Man. <laughs> it's incredibly entertaining, but it's not Spider-Man. Yeah. But um, Spider-Man uh, is this guy, and it's you know generally... You know the Shazam TV show? It's, yeah, I watched that when I was a kid. There's generally a Peter Parker, and he's walking around and shit. And occasionally... They'll show this dude who's very obviously on a line on the side of a building, <laughs> yeah, just I've being seen, pulled I've up. I've seen the gif of that. Yeah, that's that was <laughs> Spider Man, and that didn't work because. And then they tried Incredible Hulk, but they tried to yeah, go gritty. Was, while Batman and DC were campy. intentionally campy and oh. shit. So interesting now that so you're DC saying, so has you're saying the, the party side. the party's flipped a little bit. A little bit like that's Dick- honestly that kind is of the way to describe Dix- Dixiecrats, really. Well, I well I'm just saying in general <laughs> that's the way I, I the way I look at Marvel and DC because I feel like and I'm not and they both had cartoons in the '60s. Let's make it clear I'm talking about fanboys in particular because oh, yeah. most comic book fans love both Marvel. When and somebody DC. says F boy, I go <laughs> I'm a fanboy, and they're like no no F boy Island is. Ashley's been watching that. Anyway, oh my god, I, I, you, I'm gonna not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I didn't watch it too. Listen, anyway, I I'm married. God damn it. Listen, <laughs> I passed it and I seriously considered watching it. I still have yet to catch up on all of Titans, but I'll watch fucking F Boy Island. I'm never gonna watch Titans. Boo. Season three's coming. Fucking boo. I want to watch it. Never like the Teen Titans. What a stupid, Tyler, stupid Tyler, idea. What if hey, you, let's, Tyler? Let's what if it's it. for the show? Okay. If you, if I'll we watch, watch one episode for the and then <laughs> you tell me which one. Shit, I don't want to have to review it by myself. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll bring Luke on because Luke actually likes that show. Fuck well, you. Listen, Teen Titans was created in direct response to the fucking popularity. We're not getting. Of the X-Men. We're not getting okay, into because you're because we're you're gonna right. go I'm off a nerd. To, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so, down another rabbit. But what, okay, so uh, we. I, but we we were talking about this before Titans and F Boy Island fanboys. I'm talking about yeah, fanboys. I, I make that joke of uh, calling them political parties because with particular people it is like being in. Well, I'm a Marvel guy. I'm a D- like you have your preference, but you'll read both and you like. Oh both. yeah, I, lo- I I love all comic books, man. Yes, like, the parties the, the parties flipped. <laughs> so you know, uh, I the, even love those weird like um, independent ones that are literally just dudes drawing chicks with giant tits on the cover. It's you know what is it? Uh, Vampirella and uh, Vampirella, La- Lady Death. Yeah, I I bought a couple of those when I was young to see if there was a story, and I got exactly what I wanted: tits. Yeah. As as a teenage boy, I, I even love those. I read a few of those. Anyway, let's move on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so they switched that kind of <laughs> dynamic, in making it more gritty. But I think it was the '90s was kind of the uh, the the superhero animated renaissance because you had Batman the animated series, you had the Spider Man series, you had X Men, you everybody had Justice X-Men, League, which I Sup- never watched. Superman. Boo. Uh, Brave and the Bold. You didn't like the Superman animated series. I didn't watch a lot of those. I was too old for yeah, animation you at that a- point. A- you were aged out of that. Yeah, Ooh. for sure. <laughs> no, I did. I did. See no, the- but that's what I'm saying. Is that the '90s era? The one that I grew up with. I I think was a big uh, renaissance, and I think that was kind of establishing. It was really smart because it really did establish those characters 
for me culturally. Mm-hmm. So when the X Men came out, when Spider Man came out, I was still nine, you know, eight or nine years old, yeah. and I was super fucking excited. I did see the uh, the first episode ever of the X Men animated series, and I had bought the comic book also. Um, and I was amazed that a afternoon cartoon show was that dark. Oh, I mean, yeah. they kill Morph in the first episode, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> right? I don't know. I I would love to go back and watch those on Disney Plus. Uh, they're there, I think. Yeah, yeah they're there. Uh, you know what I watch a lot? Spider Man and his amazing God, friends. That show is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. But here's the thing. Okay, so I'm a little kid, and I love all these comic books, right? right. I love them so much. And there's a show. There was two shows on Saturday morning. There was Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends and The Incredible Hulk. And The Incredible Hulk at one point had the leader. And I'm talking about the fucking dude with the giant forehead, dude. Not like he's now, but like just a giant, really big forehead. He's green. It was great. Anyway, so I love these comic books. And I see a an episode of Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. By the way, Firestar had to be introduced in the comics. She was not an original comics character. Iceman is. Goes back to the Harley Quinn. There were Harley two... Quinn was created in the Batman show and then got added to the comics later. There were two episodes with X-Men involved, which were great. Because it's the fucking X-Men on fucking TV, dude. But the best one was this episode called Seven Little Superheroes. And it stars Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends and Namor, and Doctor Strange, and fuck? Captain America, and She-Ra, uh, and who else? Fuck. Uh, Fucking She-Ra. Uh, yeah. But, uh, is that one, two, three, four? Do they have He-Man, too, while they're at it? No, um, no, but that was... Uh, oh, no, they could only get his no, sister? Sh- Sh- Shauna, Queen of the Jungle. Sorry, okay. sorry, she's an actual character. I thought it was a weird Mattel Marvel crossover. So it's Spider-Man, Firestar, Iceman, Doctor Strange, Captain America, Namor, and uh, Sheena, or Shauna, Queen of the Jungle. And they all go to this uh, island where the chameleon is setting them up. And I just got to tell you right now, it was really cool seeing the comic book characters on screen and shit. But let me tell you, let me just tell you, the, <laughs> the way animation. they represent these characters in this story, oh, shit. these guys are stupid and they're unskilled and they're just, I mean, they're klutzes, they're dumb. Oh yeah, because it's still trying to be like a cutesy cartoon. This robot eats Doctor Strange, okay? And and oh, and oh and Namor is like, I'm I'm dried out. I'm in a pool full of water, not even smelling the alcohol. Jumps into the pool full of alcohol that he didn't smell. What the fuck are you talking about? It's how Chameleon takes them all out. He takes them all out, and then after a while, and it's this just Spider-Man. The, uh, Spider-Man is amazing. Friends. Yeah, Spider-Man is the last one left. It's like you know. Oh, so they just brought these characters in to dunk on them. And well, it's make like Spider-Man look better. <laughs> Basically, but Captain America is like an idiot. Like he's like, "Hey, here's my shield." Whoops, yeah. You know? And like Shauna falls twice, and she's like known for her like prowess in the trees and shit. Like what the fuck? Uh, it's pretty bad. But so after that, Marvel was like, "Well, we can't fucking keep up with DC." <laughs> Dude, sp- uh, the the uh, Super Friends cartoon was another one of my favorites from my childhood. Yeah. Man, that one was. I especially like it better when they brought in like uh, Samurai and uh, Black Falcon and uh, Apache Chief. So that's weird. So yeah, Marvel. There's a couple of iterations of Super Friends. This is what's so interesting about this and us being, uh, being different generations Mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah, you see, you have a much more. I'm a nerd. Well, no, I'm saying that Marvel animation has is much more embedded in you than is in me because again. 
when I was a kid, mm. DC was more dominant because Warner Brothers had fucking Cartoon Network, and I was watching when I was already watching Cartoon Network sh- other shows, mm. original shows, and then the Justice League shit would come on, and and that's how I got into Dragon Ball Z as well, the Toonami most, shit. Most of but, the yeah, go ahead. But what I'm getting at is, I have that relationship versus your. I don't. You know, amazing friends and the Black Falcons. Uh, that doesn't connect or uh, anything in my brain because I didn't have that. And mm. yes, Marvel had its shows. It had X Men and it had Spider Man, as I mentioned before. And those I, were more like nineties, though. Yeah, yeah. And those again were uh, the same time as the Batman animated series, Superman animated series, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. So let me. Uh, I do want to so make that, that's a couple kind of, of. That's why I think that. Yeah. I feel the way I do towards but DC. I, I need to make a couple of notes about m- my upbringing so that you understand how different it was compared to now, okay? We didn't have comic shops. We we didn't have any comic shops where we were. We had to go to the Pony Express, which was like a QT type of place. Mm-hmm. We drove our bikes there, and they had a comic rack. And we c- bought whatever they had. And hopefully we could buy the next issue if they got it next month, right? It was There was a direct market, which was comic book shops, and a general market. So... Uh, if you ever see a comic book with a barcode down in the in the corner there, mm-hmm. that's from that's like the books they ship to like Barnes and Noble and like fucking gas stations and grocery stores and shit. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so we didn't have a comic book store. We read whatever we could get our hands on. And the other thing too, I grew up in North Dakota, and ABC aired most of the DC cartoons and the Shazam show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the uh, there was a Batman one, and he was uh, with another like a dog who had a fucking house on his head. It was weird. Um, Wolfman Jack was in it anyway. But they were on ABC, and where I grew up in Bismarck, ABC had no local affiliate, so we had to buy cable, which we never did, to watch anything on ABC. We never did, so we had all. I think NBC broadcast all the Marvel cartoons, so we always got the Marvel ones. But we, I remember the first time. The first thing we did when we moved to Iowa was we turned on the TV and turned it to ABC and we're like, holy shit, it's crazy. So yeah. that's it's not necessarily that I, I wanted it that way. It's just how the fucking... Well, and it, there and wasn't it, as many it, DC well, it, And it's interesting because it definitely shows the impact it had on our childhoods because, I, I you know, we've talked about this. I, I, I tend to skew a little bit more DC. Mm. You tend to skew a little bit more Marvel. Mm. Um, and there's reasons, but also... I, but I think that, that has an impact. I think the fact that I, I, can I had read, m- I more yeah. access to DC shows than I think I did Marvel shows, mm-hmm. even though, you know, Spider-Man Unlimited existed, and there were other shows, but, like, the one that... The radioactive Spider-Man. <laughs> that's my Spider-Man yeah. from my childhood. Yeah. And that's actually what got me... That's how Venom became my yeah, favorite it's character. Show. It's considered one of the, the, the three the best of the all. The three them. episode arc yeah. that is I'm looking at the camera, there's no camera. <laughs> um that is the Venom saga Ooh. is what got me into like that's what made Venom my favorite Spider Man character and I was already, you know, already into Spider Man. But I'd always been more of a Batman kid, and again I think that's because Batman animated series, which going back and watching as an adult you talked about Spider-Man and his amazing friends being, or did you mention? Did you say that one show was surprisingly dark? Is that what you're saying? No, the or, first episode of the X-Men cartoon. Oh, the X-Men, not Wolverine X-Men, right, and the right, X-Men, right. the X-Men. Yes, because they're two separate shows. Very similar to that. Uh, Batman the animated series is a very surprisingly dark and adult show for kids because, for one, uh, Heart of Ice, uh, 
the Paul Dini episode. Paul Dini wrote that episode, and mm-hmm. that rewrites the origin of Mister Freeze. That was changed in the comics because huh. he was a shitty character before. Yeah, Dini. well, and that's 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 the thing too. Is like, um, and that watch that episode now, and and you'll tear up too because it's fucking tragic. And I'm like, how is this on a kid show? Mm-hmm. Right, but I I don't know. I think maybe DC just rode that momentum that they built with Bruce Timms. Brave uh, and the Bold was my favorite. Brave and the Bold, but that's funny. more aughts, I think. Well, but what I'm saying is they kind of wrote that, and then there was a period where, again, I aged out, and there were shows that existed. Um, I did watch 2004's The Batman oh. series that wasn't a Tim uh, Bruce Tim movie or Bruce Tim series that was produced, or maybe he did. But I don't know. It was it was a different animation style and different than what they were doing. Mm. It was an interesting show. I thought it was pretty cool for what it was. But I think I want to say. I want to say around 2005, 2006 is when DC really started getting serious about creating straight-to-DVD yeah, animated movies. Yeah, that's where I started buying them. Yeah, I, I, I own a lot of them, actually. Um, I don't oh, know yeah, I, I, I own a few. I don't know if I still have them. I might have sold before, them at different points. Before HBO Max and before that Disney. But before, before they started putting them on streaming, I was buying them on Blu-ray. Before we... Well, yeah, we didn't have streaming for, what, the last five years? Well, no, but I, but I mean, even... What I'm saying is not until recently oh. with HBO Max yeah, has yeah. a lot of them... Have them a lot of them been able... Now to. we feel stupid for buying them is what we're saying, but... um. <laughs> No, that's not what I'm saying. I feel stupid for buying all those goddamn Marvel Blu-rays. Fuck you guys. Okay, now, <laughs> just real quick, you okay, guys. Now I feel. Stupid. You guys might not understand this, but do you understand the shitstorm that Spider-Man's black costume created back in the day? That was unheard of. Changing a fucking comic character. What? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your? Fucking mind. Well, now you look at Spider Man. He has like a million costumes. My favorite part about that <laughs> is that it's 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 forgotten how much of a controversy yeah. it was to get the suit, which is my personal favorite. And Spider-Man you know, suit. Jim Shooter, the guy who wrote Secret Wars, where it first showed up. You know, he didn't have designs on a Venom creature or any of that shit. It was Spider Man writers who took what was there and made it their own. Yeah, and they made David the Michelini. Symb- they made up the whole symbiote thing. Is basically, and-, and Todd McFarlane are the guys who basically created Venom. Yeah, and they created it now. The fun part is, is he knew there was things wrong with the suit, and he goes into the cathedral and he gets, you know, the the suit runs away because he he literally like just goes into this yeah. cathedral where the bells are and it runs Sonic away, voice. right? Yeah. Now we don't know in this issue because it's not for like a couple of years, like five or six years, uh, in the comics when they establish the. The sonic blast and fire. They established that at that same point, Eddie Brock was down in that church mm. praying to God, and that's when the symbiote found him. So again, whoever wrote that book where he goes into the cathedral probably wasn't David Michelini, and I know it wasn't Todd McFarlane. But they saw that and they were like, "Dude, we really need to make a great villain for Spider-Man." I got an idea. Remember that suit? Hear me out. Hear me out. It's a living, breathing thing. But it's also it took over somebody else. Somebody else was in that church. And that's what's cool about comics. You take little pieces of stuff that people wrote before and you build on that. That's why comics are great. That's also, um, uh, but but uh, drawing into that, like uh, Harley Quinn and Firestar are both characters that were created on cartoons, right? <laughs> and what did the comic book writers do is they built on that yeah. uh, from the 
from the shows. So that's that's why comics and, and, and having I, I, live and action and adaptations and, and animated that's ones. What and that's what I'm saying. So I'm great saying that DC has always established a, a strong foothold in that in that space in animation, and it goes back to what you originally said. You said that you just don't think that Marvel puts enough resources into the animation. Well, yeah, like I mean, because like to that, back in the day, think uh, about what I'm saying though. Right. That, I said around like I want to say around 2005. I could be off. Well, they used to copy each other, but I'm saying 2005 until now. That's mm. 16 years yeah. of experience with telling these these stories mm. in an animation form. And, and the other thing too is um, there wasn't you know whenever the era of the, these various cartoons like the X Men in the 90s or the one in the early 80s, like I was talking about. Um, there wasn't necessarily like a Marvel animation department. Um, at one point there was, but I don't know when, and certainly it wasn't throughout all of these shows. And when you think about it, like, you know, Spider-Man and the Hulk were incredible. Hulk were both dramas and, and, uh, Batman was probably like five or six years before that ended like five or six years before that. And it was all campy. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really copy each other there, but they, they were like, Hey, TV is an, is an access point. See, they were looking at TV and everything else and, and like comic strips, newspaper, uh, uh, comic strips, daily newspapers. You can buy those now, like Superman and Spider-Man and shit. Those were all outlets to get people in the mainstream to pay attention to comic books. Like, hey, check this shit out that we have to offer. We also make books, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were really copying each other back then. Now they're not so much. Marvel has got its own thing going, and DC, yeah, and I, I think, is finding its way. I, I think that's that's a good point. I think that they took, instead of putting maybe that extra money they could put in an, in an animation department, mm. maybe they did just apply it to bringing in Kevin Feige and creating the MCU, which, again, ultimately was the best decision they could make. It's made billions upon billions DC, of dollars. Yeah, DCEU. Not the AU, but DCEU tried to do that with Jeff Johns, and it didn't work because he didn't stick around, and, and Zack Snyder and Christopher Nolan and da 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 Well, they didn't stick around, yeah. or they didn't know what they were supposed to do, or well, whatever. The, uh, Paul there Dini. Was, there was constant infighting yeah. with DC and, and Zack Snyder, and yep. you know the, the, that was things, the tragedy happening at the end of Justice League, all that. But I think Paul Dini is think a, in uh, charge is of, of the DCAU. Well, it, Bruce Tim. Because Bruce Timm is the okay. producer of all of those '90s cartoons, okay, and so he's still been kind Paul of Paul was a writer, yeah, yeah, and, and Bruce Timm's kind of been like the head producer of that stuff. He's been like the Kevin Feige of the DCAU, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you were saying, huh? So you, you you're saying that Bruce Timm is running that? So. Well, I, I mean, we were also talking before the show. Like, I I don't think I've ever thought of these cartoons these uh, these movies as interconnected yes and, th- um, and that wasn't the case and that's right. again that's goes back to our earlier discussion in this episode what i think what i'm hoping with what if is what dc did do for a long time where it was just and they still do these it's these one-shot movies of these arcs like they just released part two of the long halloween uh, Batman the Dark Knight Returns uh, adaptation, the two-parter, was pretty bad. Fucking badass. brilliant. It is, it's, and this is the thing about some of these sure, movies. Sure, it's a some of these movies moving, basically. But some of these are a little too faithful. I, this is what I'm saying. Give me a little something different. That's all I have. <laughs> Just a skosh. I didn't mind it all. No, but it, it it's great. Loved but it. it wasn't until around the New 52 era of the DC Comics 
and I would I want to say around twenty. Excuse me, I burped. Uh, Gross. <laughs> it's around uh, twenty. I want to say around 2013, 2014 mm. is when you really have what they call the DCAU. Yeah. Where it it is all of these stories are connected. Okay. In some fashion. Okay. But then they blew it up last year and just kind of just just kind of they well, had their, the new they, they literally created their own endgame event and kind of just erased the all new fifty two was a great idea in theory but the execution was poor. <laughs> but um, uh, I love the idea of trying to reboot all these characters that are like hun- almost a hundred years old. Yeah, but they just fucked it up. But that's the thing that I love about the DC animated movies or the DCAU, whatever you want to call them. Uh, while some of them I think definitely did drop in quality, some of them I don't think as good as other ones. That's I mean you could say that about I mean shit. Look at the first two Thor movies. <laughs> you could so you could say that about the MCU. Right. Um, but it, all but none of just like the MCU, none of them are bad. None of them have been to the level of like I just this is this is this isn't good. Um, Phew. there's there's Excuse only me. been uh, there's only been a handful that have been really bad. Yeah. And that would be Batman the Killing Joke. No, I'm kidding. None of them have been bad. They've all been good. I, I They've will, all been decent. None I, of them have been like, oh, man, I look, wasted 74 minutes of my let's life. Let's just get the Killing Joke out of the way. Um, whoever had the idea of uh, Batgirl and, and Batman hooking up at the beginning for some odd fucking reason? Shit. Fuck. I hope he got fired. It was probably Bruce Timm's idea. Yeah, I hope he got fired. No, he didn't. Don't you talk to Bruce Tim like that. I I will if he's the one who came up with that stupid similarly, fucking thing. The last man. thing that I remember being animated from Marvel, other than obviously What If, mm. is Hulk versus. And that was a cool. that was a double featured thing. It was Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. Iron Man. Oh yeah. No, it, that's not true. They did a Planet Hulk movie. Yes. They, After that, done, 20, the last one that I remember is Planet Hulk. They did some. Uh, they did some. And that was ten. That was eleven years advanced, ago. Advanced uh, motion comics in a lot of stuff. They had an Inhumans one. They had X Men. Uh, they did Joss Whedon's Ultimate X Men and like fuck a motion. Fuck you, comic. Joss Whedon, dude. <laughs> Just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was watching. You know the worst part is the uh, first Avengers and Avengers: Age of Ultron are still fun movies. But Here's he's the thing. Still a piece I was watching. I was watching Ava- Avengers: Age of Ultron, and there's a part where uh, they first get attacked at the party, and they both, uh, 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 Black Widow and and Mark Ruffalo, they jump over the the bar, and he lands with his face in her tits. Yeah, and then he does that again in uh, Justice League. With uh, is that the how Flash you think women? That is that Warhammer. how you think guys get women? You fucking loser! You bald fucking comic book loser who got lucky. So anyway, back to animation. Sorry, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> and that's uh, that is true though. Uh, Marvel had like DVDs of like these motion comics, like right. they were whole runs. But, but they also had what comics. you were talking about too. They had um, they did have an Iron Man show in the nineties. I think well, that they, was terrible. They didn't like they they did. Um, have you seen the Silver Surfer one on Disney Plus? <laughs> no, it is fucking well, bad. The recent a couple years ago, but it's Silver uh, Surfer. So like I want to say two thousand eight, two thousand nine yeah. in that area. They also did Marvel. They did like this. Marvel anime, they tried to do, yeah. and it was Wolverine and uh, Boo, Iron Man. I think they also had a Blade series. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yep, they 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 have a Fantastic Four I'm just not series into, on Disney Plus that it, is very anime. You and I are not anime people. We're just not into it. I watched Akira, seen it, done it. What's crazy about it? Nothing else that comes out from I, anime will I, ever. But make, I will say this: I love that. how much people that watch anime love it. 
I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy for them. I guess, but how confused are they, man? I mean, I don't even know one punch, one piece punch one man, punch man, what? and attack and attack on Titan. Their, their titles are so Cowboy forgettable. Bebop. So forgettable, dude. I don't know. All All right, right, I'm not here to bash box. anime. To no, we're box. not even close. We're not even close. I'm not done having this discussion with you. Um, well, no, what I'm saying is it, the only thing that I remember was 11 years ago. Yeah. Where consistently in that time, every single year, they were releasing like one or two animated movies direct to DVD. Yep. And it was insane that DC was putting out this they were work. And the fact the that it was voice still, talent that they were getting too, and like the fact Peter that Weller, holy it's still shit. quality. And honestly, I think what's so cool, and which I think you're right, I don't think Marvel animation is. I think, I think this What If is a testing ground for Marvel. To be like, Possibly. okay, let's try some more animated projects. But it's cheaper. It will. I don't think it'll ever reach the level of the DC animated stuff because. The DC animation is now directly impacting the movies because the I don't know I think this is what the DCEU is or what Warner Brothers is going to do now and it's what their animation division has been doing for years. They have this new Fifty Two storyline that's running that's kind of like their main continuity, but then they'll go off and they'll make Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, Batman Year One, Superman: The Man of Tomorrow, Superman versus the Elite, like. The reign of super, the death of Superman, the reign of Superman. Like they'll do this stuff that's not necessarily directly tied to that main storyline. And now you're seeing it happen in the live action movies because you have Joker, you have the Batman that are operating in their own continuity outside of what's going on with what just happened with the Suicide Squad and yeah. what they're gonna do in the next Justice League and yeah. Flashpoint, and all this shit. And so I like that is how much DC values their animation, where they took that model and said, maybe if that's working for this, why can't it work for this? And I don't think Marvel has that. I don't think Marvel. It, no, there it, was see, there was a there was a Green Lantern movie, uh, animated movie, and a Doctor uh, Strange animated movie, and they both came out around the same time. Oh yeah, and yeah. I remember watching them both on Netflix when they were still selling. They still send DVDs, but that's uh, also I, I want to go back real quick. You weren't talking about the anime one. There, you're right. There was an Iron Man animated movie that came out before they released. The they had a really shitty cartoon you can see on Disney Plus. It's from the '90s. Oh, sorry. And it's a really I didn't mean it. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, but, no, but right. like 2006, 2007, they released an Iron Man animated they, movie, and that built a little bit of a ground. They had swell. a CGI one too. Um, that was really That's what I think looks of. really neat. But anyway, yeah. Um, but they had a Green, Lan Green Lantern and Doctor Strange so show. They both came out around the same time. They're both movies, uh, you know, feature-length movies, but they were animated. And, and I remember watching them, and I remember thinking the Green Lantern movie hadn't come out yet. But I remember look, reading, watching both these, and I'm like, the Green Lantern one held me in rapt attention. You know, every part of it was, like, gorgeous to see. It was just a lot of fun. And the Doctor Strange one just didn't work. The Doctor Strange animated movie was like the Green Lantern real movie. <laughs> a lot of talent went into it, but man, too many cooks? I don't know, but... No, that's the problem. It just was not good. I was so surprised that Doctor Strange, the actual movie, worked, because after I saw that animated movie, I'm like, it's never going to work. They can't do it. Well, uh, as we wrap this up, um, what did... <laughs> I know you kind of wanted to stay vague about it. Uh, what did you think of the animation style, though, before we... I the love the animation style. I like the cell shade. So cool. I like the cell shading. I think that's really cool. So cool. They don't necessarily like look like the characters, but they do enough. And, and here's what I found out, because uh, I recently bought X Men Legends. Ooh. 
You were there. You were with me. I was with you. Uh, and I, I will oh, talk. Yeah, yeah. I will eventually yeah. play through it with my wife and talk about it. But anyway, uh, we should do a live stream. I remember play playing it. that and thinking to myself: one, for a game that came out in two thousand four, still plays pretty decent. But two, the the graphics are actually better. Yeah. Because it's cell shaded. And I was like, when you sell shade correctly, you can make something feel timeless. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, you're like, oh, because you watch this, you're watching the '60s cartoons. You watch shit. You watch the '90s cartoons, and you're like, Jesus, this was quality. This animation was slick back in the day. And you, you go look at shit. Watch like- something from watch a live action movie from 2006 or seven. And you're like, this looks like shit. We wait, what? We don't realize how good things look now. So I love the fact a that... A scanner darkly is a perfect example <laughs> of cell shading done right. And that's what I like about this What It's just what I've seen from trailers. I really like the animation on it. And, and they're I think half cool. an hour episodes, so they go quick. Also, I will say the DCAU's animation style is like a weird blend of hard edges, and it kind of yeah. looks a little bit more like an anime style, but it's not... It's still Western. Well, the Final still Frontier looks Western. movie uh, utilizes Darwin Cook's art style, which is awesome because he's yeah. fucking fantastic. He did a couple of the uh, before Watchmen stuff. He died, actually. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's wrap up this week's uh, episode with another edition of Tyler's... Long Box. Stop. Oh. Gosh. Long Long Box. So you gotta do it just right. Sorry, man. We blew out the mic. Is what I was saying. Are you? Is everybody okay out there? Did you? Did Pull you over smash your car into the, the into the side <laughs> of the road? Tyler, what's what's in the long box? The today? long box. Open up the box. Dig it out. This what's way, in there? This week. <laughs> <laughs> or the, I don't know this why week, I, I don't know. You're like no, no. You. I think you were doing Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> kind of. I, I, I was doing like. I was trying to do the fucking the werewolf guy that was uh, on the radio. Uh, you know, Wolfman Jack? Wolfman Jack. Hey, hey man, what's in, what's in that long box? Anyway, so fucking creepy. We're fucking dorks. So, um, I, cool, lo- right? I love Legos, and uh, I wanted to talk about Legos real quick. Um, they just came out with a bunch of new Marvel Lego sets, and one of them is called Bro Thor's New Asgard, which is awesome. It's literally a room full of pizza boxes. You have a little mech and you have a Korg with like headphones and a, and a there's like controller? controllers and you have Fat Thor and there's all these bottles around. Hey, Bro Thor, sir. Whatever. Anyway, but it's really cool because it's neat, you know. And here's one criticism that I have of um, I also talked about the Sakari Iron Man and I also talked about uh, I bought the Captain Carter and Hydra Stomper set. Um, that was really cool. Uh, and then um, my issue with legos both dc and marvel dc they they didn't really get into it until about seven years ago and they came out with a couple of batman things but then they came out with this one set and it was aquaman and mr freeze and a batman in a white suit because it was arctic right Mm -hmm. and it was like holy shit this is cool there's an aquaman minifigure it was ridiculous it's crazy then i found out that they came out with one like a year later which blew my mind because i was like the first Lego movie had a Green Lantern minifigure. I'm like, why is there no Green? They came out with one with a Sinestro and like a space Batman. And they started doing this. And, and I was like, this is really cool. But then I started noticing something really shitty. And it's kind of goes to capitalism. But every DC comic book uh, set has to come with a Batman or a Superman. I think that's stupid. Yeah. Because you know how many fucking Batmans I have? 
and how many Superman's Well, it's like, in, in, uh, to tie it back to our animation conversation, yeah. they, they'll shoehorn in Wonder Woman into Justice Society of World War II, and they shoehorned in, uh, shoehorned Batman into yeah. Justice League Dark. I, they do that with, they do, this is what I'm saying is like, that's a weird thing that they do with their properties, and I'm sure Marvel's guilty of it too. I just, I, 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 I honestly, like, I guarantee they have anybody, to be like, we have to put a Spider-Man in this Marvel stuff. Well, no, yeah, because they want to sell it. And, right, and, and kids, pe- kids want Spider-Man. Sure. Now, they had, they have a set out, I haven't gotten it yet, but it's the uh, Endgame Final Battle, and it has uh, Thanos, which again I have about a million Thanos. Is enough? Um, yeah. G- give me, give me some minifigures of the Black Order. You know what I mean? Or some, G- you know, get whatever. some more Venom minifigures. I'll right? you fucking it. Um, <laughs> they have a whole Spider-Man Venom side thing going on there. But um, Sony. Then the the minifigures are a tiny little Ant Man, um, Black Panther, which is cool. Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America with Mjolnir. And that's cool because you have to have the big three, right? Mm-hmm. That's the end game thing. I don't have a problem with that necessarily, but it seems like it, on the Marvel side, it's either Iron Man, Captain America, or Thor who's in a set. And it's really irritating. Yeah, that's weird because that's kind of like the MCU's trinity is. Right, is but even the they used to make sets that had nothing to do with the movies. They made an X-Men set with the yeah. Blackbird and a Sentinel and Cyclops and Storm and fucking Wolverine, dude. I can't. I really. Oh, man. That was the golden age, man. Just listen. If anybody from Lego is listening, I want to work for you. And here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to set up a brand new direct only to fans, okay? You have to go online. Like OnlyFans. This way, because they're worried about... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, did, you, did, you did it unintentionally. You're like, a direct wow. line only to fans. Yeah, yeah I totally <laughs> did. Um, we were talking about OnlyFans earlier. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to sit no, naked and read comic I, books. I, I, <laughs> I came up with this great idea because yeah. I know the reason why they have to have those characters in each set is so that they so are, they can sell them, yeah, right. So they have sellability, right? Okay, here's my idea. Bear with me. Eliminate that shit. Okay, now you have your normal sets that you put in the stores and stuff. Goes back to what I was saying about comic books. Sell to me. But you make each one of those sets like not limited runs, but you make them so that you make them as they like get ordered. You know, instead of like made to order making a shitload of them and then sending them to stores everywhere and keeping a couple for online orders. No, you have a direct fucking thing, a link, and you go, hey, this is what I want, and and you give them sets that have no Spider Mans. And no Thor's account. You you give me a set with the fucking power pack, man. You give me a Fantastic Four set. You give me a Mole Man with all his Moloids set fighting the Fantastic Four. You give me that shit, man. And I guarantee you there are adults like me who will pay through the fucking nose for that shit. So, Lego, you want to make some serious cash with your fucking licenses? Come see me. I Are you, are you done? I'm fucking done, dude. That was Tyler's. Long yeah. Get funky. Was that pretty good? All right, now it's time for Jake. 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 Just start it over. Start it over. Start it over. All right. All right. Shh. We're going to get it right, everybody. Jake. 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 Unlimited. Unlimited. <laughs> All right, back to the show. <laughs> uh, for today, uh, for the or for this week's Jake Unlimited, I want to talk about Green Lantern, No Fear, and for DC, and then for Marvel, Donny Cates, 
Venom. Uh, so Green Lantern No Fear is, a, I think it's, it's 2005 is when it was really published. It's kind of the start. Uh, it's If I remember correctly, let me look at it real quick. I believe it's right before... Um, Blackest Night? No, uh, Rebirth. Green Lantern oh, yeah. Rebirth. But I could be wrong. I'm going to pull it up here real quick. Anyway, Tyler, vamp some more real quick about your uh, Legos. So, yeah, so they got this new, it's $300. I love how you're like, no problem, I'll fucking talk about Legos. $300 <laughs> Daily Bugle set that just came out, and it's this gigantic fucking set, and the big draw about it is that it has the first ever um, Daredevil, Punisher, and Firestar, and uh, I can't remember some other characters uh, ever created, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that's cool, but I don't want to spend $300 fucking dollars to get those three minifigures. That's dumb. Now, the set would be awesome to build. Fuck yeah. But, again, I read a rumor that a lot of the Star Wars sets coming out now are supposed to be a little bit less pricey because they realize that they're pricing out a lot of their customers, a lot of their young customers. So, what they started doing was like like a, a, an X-Wing from like two or three years ago would have been like $90 and like 600 pieces, right? And now it's like fifty dollars, and it's like three hundred pieces. So it's not only a little easier to build for younger kids, but it's cheaper so they can afford it. Mm-hmm. Now start doing that with Marvel, you guys. Yeah. Start doing that with Marvel. All In right. fact, yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, no, yeah, I, I, it's kind of at the beginning of Jeff Johns' run on okay. Green Lantern. All right. Uh, so it's it's pretty. It's still before everything kind of goes crazy and it's kind of building back up Hal Jordan. It's it's a fun read. Um, I think they only have volume one of this on uh, Comixology Unlimited. So, yeah, go check out Green Lantern, No Fear. And then a book that I've been reading, I kind of fell off on, I started reading again uh, because now he's completely, he's moved on from the book. Uh, I've been reading Donny Cates' X, or X-Men, <laughs> Donny yeah. Cates' Venom. Uh, Donny Cates is also doing Thor. I've been reading that, too. He is uh, one uh, of our, f- both of us are very, very big fans. Of I liked Cates. him a lot, but I, I, I'm a, I, I'm interested because did I let you Marvel has a weird in, uh, uh, relationship with Donnie because Donnie kind of just does everything now because he did uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, yeah, which he did the okay. Thanos series. Uh, he Silver just, Surfer Black was one of the best comics yeah. I've read in a long time. I haven't read the King and Black stuff, but uh, yeah, it's a little complicated. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I've been reading through Donnie Kate's Venom, and I and I I do as a longtime Venom fan, I do. Not mind that Donny Case likes to retcon things about Venom. There are a few things that upset me um, throughout this run, um, as we find out that the Venom symbol isn't just a white spider because of Spider-Man's suit. It's also a Null's symbol is the spider, yeah. which is kind of bleh, whatever. But yeah. um, this is actually a really good stripped-down story of because it, it it really does follow Kate's. Tent poles, father-son relationships, um, characters very character-driven, and a, there's a lot of space and mythological shit that's going into it. I'm, I just got to the Venom event. I just got to the Absolute Carnage event that he's doing, and there's a scene in this series where we find out that Eddie was drunk driving and killed a kid. And then we found out his dad, because they were a wealthy family in this town, um, his dad told him, because his dad had pull, said, you're pleading not guilty. And he goes, I did this. I'm guilty. 
and his dad beats him in the police interrogation room. He asks the deputy to leave and smashes his head on the table and punches him and like it's very abusive to Eddie. And I was just like, "Oh shit, this is really dark for a Venom book." But uh it, it's What it, what did you say? This is really dark for a Venom book. That's hey. saying a lot. Yeah, because his 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 Cause character suit is black. Wow, wow, blew my mind. Black suit. Um, no, I, I I and I enjoy it, and I like it having a more personal tone. I just wish there's just some little retcons. I'm like, do we really need to retcon that? Can yeah. we just yeah yeah yeah? Noel is interesting because Noel is a character that shouldn't be as cool as he is. He shouldn't be as awesome as he is, and I it, it kind of drives me insane that. That this character was only created well, a few years ago because he, he feels he feels so integrated in Marvel now. He first appeared in uh, Silver Surfer Black. Oh, and did you know that his sword was is used by Gore Gore the God Butcher? Yes, Necro the, the, the all necro, black, the all black, the Necromancer. Dude, I don't know what Wait, he's going to actually they, look like in Thor Ragnarok. If they wow. if they somehow tie the all black to the Sony-verse and Tom Hardy. I don't know if I want it, but that's pretty damn impressive if they created Null out of Thor, God and Th- or Thor, Love and Thunder. Pretty pretty dope, honestly. And uh, with that, I'm sorry, I just started reading Green Lantern, No Fear. I've, I've been Lame. More, I've been reading Venom more, but those are two that I, uh, I recommend. Says the guy who plays with Legos. For Jake Unlimited. Yeah, you were just talking about Legos right. for 20 minutes, you yeah. fucking... Lego still sing- nerd. Still single, ladies. Still single. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to an... Hey, we hit our target around 90 minutes. Look at this guy. Ooh. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Off Panel Off Topic. What did you get Yeah. Wait, until Venom starts hanging out with Mysterio on an island filled with uh, bats, um, we'll see you next week. Is that good? Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. I'm, not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Off panel, off topic. With Jake and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs>